from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, June 18th, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine yesterday announced a number of reforms he intends to enact or recommend to the Ohio legislature to be put into Ohio's legal code. Kevin Landers has more. First of all, the governor wants mandatory psychological tests for all officers before they're hired. Two, he wants six hours of mandatory training that includes training for de-escalation as well as implicit bias training. Three, in terms of use of force, now all of those use of force cases will be mandatory mandated to be reported to the state, and the public will have access to the information through a portal. And lastly, the governor outlawed the use of police chokeholds unless an officer feels that he needs to use deadly force. The governor also put an end to police officers investigating their own when deadly force is used. He said the way police investigate their own is outdated. So he's calling on independent investigators from the attorney general's office to look at use of force cases. He says every officer should have a body camera and that police should be treated like every license holder in the state that they violate the rules their licenses should be suspended or revoked it's time for us to get these things done there is no reason why these issues should not be dealt with from the state house kevin landers the number of ohioans signing up for unemployment benefits for the first time during the pandemic is declining but still remains significant ONN's Dave James reports. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says just under 33,000 people signed up last week. That's 287,000 fewer than the biggest week for new filings recorded during the peak layoffs in April. But over the past 13 weeks, 1,360,000 Ohioans have applied for jobless benefits, representing about a quarter of the state's workforce who've either been temporarily furloughed at some point or lost their job. 94% of the claims have been processed and the state has paid out about $4 billion in benefits. Dave James, ONN News. Ballot campaigns in Ohio have asked the U.S. Supreme Court to rule on their legal right to relaxed signature gathering rules during the coronavirus pandemic. Wednesday's move came after the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals declined on Tuesday to reconsider its decision to block the campaigns from proceeding under less restrictive signature gathering rules granted by a lower court. Those rules would have allowed campaigns promoting minimum wage, voting rights, and marijuana ballot issues to collect signatures electronically over an ex a month. The state argues wet ink signature requirements laid out in Ohio's constitution cannot be changed without a vote of the people. Ohio officials are weighing whether to force General Motors to repay $60 million in public incentives after it shut down an assembly plant near Youngstown. The issue is centered around an economic development agreement that gave GM millions in tax breaks in exchange for a promise to keep the Lordstown plant operating at least through 2027. But GM closed the plant last year. GM later decided to build a new electric battery cell factory in the same area, but it will have far fewer jobs. The automaker says it hopes the state will take into consideration its significant manufacturing presence in Ohio. Ohio's casinos reopen tomorrow. Karina Nova reports from Hollywood Casino Columbus. They open tomorrow as well as the Racinos here in Ohio, but there are going to be changes. First, as far as guests, they are encouraged to wear masks, but not required. You'll also have to go through a health screening before you enter, and guests are encouraged to use the sanitizer that's provided. The gaming floor will undergo constant cleaning, and machines will be placed to allow social distancing. The casino is suspended 
morning. It's live entertainment, but some restaurants are open on the west side of Columbus. Karina Nova. The 54th annual National Tractor Pulling Championships at the Wood County Fairgrounds in Bowling Green, scheduled for August, has been canceled. Michael Tater reports. Northwestern Ohio Tractor Pullers Association President Mike Erford says they were holding out hope they could still safely put on this year's event, but it just wasn't possible. 50 to 70,000 people in one spot from... 16 different countries and you're bound to have issues. Issues like social distancing and cleaning. The board did not feel comfortable putting its workers, volunteers and the public at risk. Michael Tater in Bowling Green. Cleveland Cavaliers forward Kevin Love will receive the Arthur Ashe Courage Award for his efforts in raising awareness about mental health. Owen ends Dave James has the story. Love, whose openness about his lifelong battles with anxiety triggered a nationwide discussion and helped spur the NBA to do more to help players deal with emotional issues, will receive the award at Sunday's ESPYs in Los Angeles. Love said it was an absolute honor to receive the award and that he was humbled by it. He added that if telling his story can help just one child, he'll know his efforts were worth it and that he's hoping to see the stigma around mental illness erased. Dave James, I went in news. In Northeast Ohio, a local board of trustees is facing a disability discrimination lawsuit. ONN's Michaela Madison reports. In Perry Township, roughly 15 minutes southwest of the city of Canton, a couple is suing trustees after being denied permission in 2019 to open a residential care center for disabled seniors under the township's single-family residential zoning, according to the Canton Repository. Monica and Richard Plack, owners of Graham and Gramps House's home, LLC, are seeking a reversal of the township's decision, which would give them permission to open the facility. The couple is also pursuing unspecified compensatory and punitive damages. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canton. And New York's governor announced yesterday the state will commemorate Juneteenth, which recognizes the abolition of slavery in the U.S. tomorrow. Yolanda Harris says Ohio is not likely to follow suit this year. Governor DeWine hasn't announced anything regarding Juneteenth, but he says he is fighting to change disparities involving African-Americans. There are disparities not just in regard to health. There are disparities in regard to housing. There are disparities in regard to education uh, and other opportunities. So that is certainly not in dispute. What is incumbent upon all of us uh, and what I always judge myself by and judge whether we're making progress is what we get done about it. I'm Yolanda Harris. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.